the Christian Coach Podcast, where our mission is to serve coaches through conversations so they can lead like Jesus. I'm one of your co-hosts, Gian Lemmy, and I'm joined by my other two co-hosts, Jim Good and Chad Simpson. Hey, guys. What's up, Gian? Hey, hey Gian. Season four. Can you believe that already? Let's go. I, Let's we've, go. Here we've we go. Had, Season four. We've had over 125 episodes recorded in three years, um, and I'm just so excited for the lineup coming up for season four. We usually take a break in the summer to recover, recoup. Like I said, this is not our main jobs, even though we do pump out a lot of content. This is not our main jobs. And I just want to review for our new listeners that we're getting in constantly. But my main job is I'm the director of operations for the tennis team at Liberty University. And I'm also a part-time social media coordinator for speaker and author John Acuff. Chad, would you like to say a little bit more about your job? Sure, yeah. it's uh, I was a college coach, high school coach, and uh, stepped into this role with Athletes in Action, directing our tennis ministry. So uh, it's been about a year and a half that we've been up here in Dayton, Ohio. And uh, it's been a blast getting to to love on coaches, ministry coaches, and uh, yeah, spread the good news through through sports. And uh, I'll throw it over to Jim. What you got? Yeah, I'm the third wheel of this tricycle now and uh, honored to be serving with these two incredible dudes. But uh, I was a former high school coach, athletic director for 25 uh, plus years and then uh, transitioned into a new role with a ministry called Nations of Coaches, where we serve college basketball coaches and uh, just finished up year number one. So good. So good. So good. So we wanted to use this roundtable discussion to set the tone for the rest of the season, but as well as the month of September coming up. So the way the podcast is going to work, and it's the same way we, we did it last year, the first episode of every every month will fall on the first Tuesday of that month, and will be a roundtable discussion between the three of us. And then the, the following weeks, we're going to have interviews where one of us We'll be interviewing a coach, a leader. Um, maybe this this season we'll have our first athlete come on and 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 record a podcast with us. But we're just so excited about the lineup. But this month we wanted to really focus on what has happened to the three of us this summer and just recap the the things that God has taken us through and and the lessons that we've learned so far. Does that is that is that a good one? Yeah, let's let's do it. And and I think also we wanted to highlight just from the beginning our hearts to just start this podcast. There's a lot of great podcasts out there, but we just have loved being able to bring a microphone for our guests, for them to share their story and for coaches just to be encouraged that there's other believers out in the world. Hopefully you guys can network with one another as you see a name pop up. Um, you can connect with them and, and get to know them even more. And um yeah, it's been it's been a great uh, bonding experience for us three as well to grow our, our brotherhood and our friendship. Uh, we're growing as communicators and leaders to do the podcast. But most of all, we just love to um, connect with these these awesome guests and share their stories so that you all can can learn from them as well. And, you know, you guys see us on YouTube. We got our pins out as as we're hearing these people talk. We're, we're filling notes. We're, we're learning from every single episode. So we, we know that you guys are as well. Yeah, it's it's selfishly, it's a great excuse to reach out to people that we admire and be able to ask them questions, right? Sometimes it, it, they wouldn't say yes if it wasn't 
for them to be able to share their message with more people. If you just say, hey, can I just pick your brain for an hour? Most of them would say maybe no. But now that we have a platform where they then can share with more people, I think they they say a, a lot of yeses. Um, but yeah, my summer was incredible. Um, very hard. Kids out of school and we have to entertain a five and a three year old and it's not easy. Um, but we were able to take two weeks and go to the island of Mozambique in East Africa. Um, it was just a special adventure for us to get on. Um, this was our first family's mission trip um, where we took the whole family and we decided to go 8,400 miles away from Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, and we went with no agenda besides just being there with the people of Mozambique. But God is is good in a way where while we had no agenda, he opened up doors for us to serve and use our gifts inside that community of 15,000 people. We were at a hotel um, called the Rickshaws, and they have a restaurant inside this hotel, and it's owned by missionaries, and that's their ministry. They minister to the 10 to 12 workers of the hotel, and right when we got there, um, we found out one of the chefs had a tooth infection, and so I was able to use my chef skills that I've been honing in for the last three to four years and jump in the kitchen and be there almost for every meal so that we can serve the guests of the hotel as well as the guests of the restaurant that would just come in on, on any given day. And so I was able to provide relief to the owner um, so that he didn't have to be in the kitchen there and make up that difference. But And then I was able to connect with the other chefs that were still working in the kitchen and be serving shoulder to shoulder instead of being the white man that came to solve all their problems. I think that was mm. very impactful to them because that's the only relationship they've seen besides with our missionary that lives in there was everyone that comes, comes to be served, right? If you're coming to a hotel or a restaurant, you just expect it to be served. I was there to serve alongside them. And that opened up some doors where we could have some relationships and develop some conversations that, that led to a deepening of my faith and especially a deepening of their faith as well. So that was a, such a cool trip. Every, every day there was something new popping up where one of us that was on this trip had to use the gifts that we've been given. Um, so I was glad that the whole family got, got to experience that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Gian, uh, follow up question. What was it like? What was it like for your family to be there? And then how has that been coming back to the States uh, just for, for you all yeah. to, to be growing together? Yeah. The island of Mozambique is such a poor place. Um, and being there for that long of a period and then coming home to our house, um, my wife and I especially, we were just not saddened, but shocked by how much we have, right? So like our heart was just put in a decluttering and donate as much as we can because we can live. We saw people living with a lot less, you know? Um, and so that was, I think, the biggest impact. It, it came in our in our marriage. And we've been to Brazil and we've seen poverty, but we just haven't seen it to that extent. Um, and so that has really changed the mindset of my wife and I especially, and then the kids, the the way we saw God work through the kids were was that they were in their best um, attitude the entire time. A five and three year old went two weeks without throwing one fit. And we were so far away from home, eating different foods, 
Um, and so we, you know, God worked through that where they were just in their best behavior, which is huge praise. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, Gene. And, and balancing all your, your work roles, um, heading into the fall, what are you guys, what are you guys most excited about Gene for, for Liberty, John Acuff, all that's going on there? Yeah, I think this is going to be a fall of just balancing and juggling making sure no balls fall through. Um, we just, my wife and I just, just had lunch together and talked about, you know, continue communication. So nothing falls through the cracks, which actually makes us grow closer, right? When we're just going our own ways and, and doing things separately, I think things come through and fall through the cracks. Um, but I think this fall, we have so many things going on and Meredith's father is retiring. So we have that dynamic. My father has been in and out of the hospital in Brazil. So there is that uncertainty as well. Um, so we're just trying to manage a way where we can think, get things done, right? We can still do our jobs, but not at the sacrifice of family time. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. And Chad, I, uh, do you want to give us your summer breakdown? Sure. Yeah, gladly. Um, a family update for us is, is we're about a month out at the time it's recording from baby number four to be on the way. So uh, our oldest is nine and and heard from Jim Good. He called it four and no more. And so we're we're going to follow that that suit. But uh, now we're super excited that, that God would bless us with another another sweet soul to, to raise up and to steward. And so that's coming up for our family. And um, definitely I, I relate Gene to what you're talking about. Something that we've been uh, learning, trying to implement is just this idea of family teams. You know, a lot, a lot of coaches, you guys out there, your, your best skills are our vision and strategizing and schedules and uh, you know, all, all these leadership type of type of skills. And then we come home and there's no vision, there's no schedule, there's no calendar, there's no meetings. And so uh, we've been trying to implement some of these these concepts of having these core values, having a set schedule, uh, really working together um, better. Um, so I feel like as our kids are getting older, it's been it's been um, a good few weeks of of this. Um, as far as ministry goes, we had an unbelievable experience. We got to go uh, a power five tennis coach. Uh, and I got to go lead a coach's retreat out in Wyoming. So anybody, anybody listening, any coach out there, just uh, the coach, the coach grind is for real and you need to create space to, to step away. And so we were just pumped to go out to Wyoming, beautiful place, disconnect from our phones and, and people and really just try to connect to the Lord, open up God's word. And people ask us like, how would you describe this time when you come home and, it was really like, man, it's a bunch of grown men. Like we cried, we cried every like six hours together. You know, there's confession of sin and um, yeah, it was a really powerful experience and really hoping we can do more. So I know FCA, Nations of Coaches, there, there's retreats uh, around you, coach, wherever you're listening from and just strongly encourage you to to try to jump in uh, on the next one that's offered. And Chad, I think the misconception is that coaches don't have time for those types of things because they got to get on recruiting and, and all of that. But I think there's that saying that a task will take as long, as much time as you give it to, right? So if you just have an open schedule and you're like, oh, I'm just going to do recruiting today, it will take you all day to do recruiting. 
But when you set aside and you're like, I have two hours to do recruiting today, then it only takes two hours. Um, the same goes for taking a break. If you design your schedule so that you have three days off in the middle of the summer to go to Wyoming or wherever for a retreat, guess what? You will get enough work done around those three days so that you can be fully focused on that retreat. For sure. And, you know, think about our spiritual walks is of the utmost importance. And so if we can't carve out a few days out of the year for something like that, um, yeah, it shows, shows the priorities, but, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what, what our highlight was of, of the ministry this summer was getting to go out and do that with our coaches and, um, yeah, I'll, I'll slide it over. Jim, why don't you go for ministry highlight or, or family update, man? Sounds good. And appreciate listening to you guys and what God's doing in your life. Uh, didn't go all the way around the world and my wife's not having another baby. So, uh, so far what we're doing is, uh, just kind of reevaluating as it has been officially, uh, year one serving with nations of coaches and for me, after being involved with, um, you know, the high school education, basketball, high school coaching, athletic director, um, it was a major, major transition for my my family. And just looking back how God provided and developing those relationships with these coaches in the state of Florida that first year was my primary objective. And uh, looking back, we have um, almost almost 60 universities in the state of Florida that have men's basketball. And in that first year, God has allowed me to really develop some good relationships with about 15 of those schools. We were able to place about eight character coaches in those programs. And then I, I just now seeing over the summer, what God he's given me a little glimpse of what's to come. And it's exciting um, for me, my family partners, as now we're leading some Bible studies with some, Division one programs where, uh, like I said, placing character coaches, um, God's using me and I'm humbled to be a mentor to some players, some coaches meeting one on one and doing some morning Bible study. So it's been amazing. Uh, summertime, a lot of universities are doing team camps, elite camps. So getting down and visiting them, um, AAU events um, and just seeing the coaches and their their world, I think they appreciate, um, you know, our ministry being there, supporting them, loving them, serving them. And then one really cool thing, we were able to host a marriage retreat, as you mentioned, some retreats, Chad, um, up in um, Rome, Georgia at the Windshape. And we had over 60 coaches and their wives, Division One, Division Two, NAIA, head coaches, assistant coaches, and spend two and a half days and just invest in their marriages. So that was exciting to be a part of. I think personally, I'll just kind of add in here. Um, I remember hearing the quote, the healthier you are, the more helpful you can be. The healthier you are, the more helpful you can be. And not just talking about, you know, our physical health, but that that's adamant. You know, if we're healthy, we can help people. But spiritually, um, you know, if we're healthy, we can help people. But then God's just been really kind of um, turning my attention to my financial health. And one of those aspects that sometimes gets left on the side. So just learning, navigating through some financial things and just trying to be in a good spot, you know, um, with my financial health, I think is some things that uh, God's been uh, working in my life this past summer. And also just throwing it out there. So excited as I got some uh, 
input from my two mentors here, Chad and Gian, was able to follow in their footsteps. Humbled, grateful, little devotion book was able to come out. Good stuff, God stuff. So uh, get your crayons out. It's very elementary, but you can color in some pictures. But uh, excited that that book's on Amazon now, a little devotion that maybe help out some players and coaches, just encourage them. Yeah, we'll add, we'll add that link to, to the description, Jim, and don't sell yourself short. It is really good. Oh, thank um, you. It's a great, it's a great needed book. Um, so great, great job. I think it's, there's a stat, I think 86% of population says that they want to write a book, but only two to 3% end up actually writing one. So now, congrats. Thank you. Just follow uh, in your footsteps, boys. <laughs> follow in your footsteps. Um, quick, quick question, Jim. In yes. that marriage retreat, a lot of our guests are married um, or want to be married at some point. What are the things you saw that are most common when it comes to the marriage of coaches? I think what I'm noticing is uh, a lot of these coaches, they want to be good husbands. They want to be good fathers. But the demand of being a college coach just pulls you. And um, I think getting away for those two days was just a, just a, a big, a, a nice shot in the arm, a refreshment, encouragement to get away from the day-to-day, -day, the grind, the hustle. And one thing that our ministry started doing is we do a bi-monthly Zoom for our coaches and their wives to try to keep this going. Um, I'm not part of that, but we have different um, representatives from our ministry that say it's just going immensely well. So excited to hear that. But again, I, th I think these coaches are really trying to, to, like I said, be a good husband, be a good dad. And then just the demand of the job, it, it's just, it's a hard profession. So to be able to come alongside to kind of educate them, encourage them, I feel like they really love the extra support we're able to provide. Awesome. And Jim, this is your opportunity to start telling us how would you change the college basketball schedule so that coaches can be less stressful? We'll do another uh, podcast for that <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, coaches, we, we just wanted to take this time and catch up with each other. We haven't been able to, to hang out all, all summer because we've been just getting pulled all different directions. Um, so we want to just come together hang out together, the three of us, and just check in with you guys, the audience, and just um, remind you that the mission field is right where you're at. And that's how we finish um, most of our episodes. Um, and it really doesn't matter if you are traveling the country, if you're staying put in your own hometown, if you're going across the globe, you have the, the gifts that God has given you to make an impact wherever you are. And so I even stopped calling schools, secular schools or Christian schools because God is everywhere, the Holy Spirit everywhere. So that means that everywhere is holy ground. And so uh, I'm going to make an effort to, when I'm talking to coaches that are not technically in Christian schools, to start to call them secular because God, wherever there's a Christian, God is with them. And that means there's holy ground in there too. What do you guys think about that? I like what you said, just to reiterate that um, it's it's easy to decipher between the two. And I, I think there's just I'm learning people need encouragement. People need love. People need to know they're supported. And it, it's a calling in what we're doing. There's no doubt this is an anointing on our life, even with this podcast. 
to serve coaches, to connect with you, to encourage you. Um, we, we've heard the quote before, Dr. Billy Graham, a coach will impact more players in a year than the average person does in a lifetime. But a lot of us don't continue with that quote. And so the quote goes on. So who's coaching the coaches? And I think that's so important for us to realize as coaches, we're in your shoes. We, we understand where you're coming from. And we just want to encourage you. We want to love on you. We want to support you so that you can do your job in the best way God wants you to. Chad, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, no, that's really good stuff. Well, well said by both of you guys. And um, yeah, that's the hope. That's the hope that if you are isolated on that campus, uh, that you have the spirit of God inside of you and there's hope for that campus, um, whether it's Christian or secular. And um, and yeah, we all need we all need, you know, all the pressures that are coming from the outside are squishing, you know, and, and just destroying and so we need a equal or stronger pressure coming from the inside, blowing life, blowing air into into you. And so, as Jim said, you you have to have mentors, you have to have role models. I know for me, I, I have to be listening to uh, God honoring um, material and podcasts and and the Bible app. You know, just as we're going, we're we're being filled up and poured into so that we can go out and pour, pour out. So, um, yeah, I, I love, I love what you guys are sharing and, uh, appreciate the opportunity to team with you guys. And, and just for all our listeners out there, we just, uh, we want to hear from you, send us some messages. Uh, we'll put our emails in, in the show notes and connect with us on uh, social media. Um, we want to, we want to know your story and, uh, hear how we can be praying for you and supporting you in this, uh, next season, season four for us and not sure what season it is for you guys, uh, coaching, but, uh, a new season, fresh start. I love, I love starts of the year, starts the season. So let's get it. Awesome. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Jim and coaches. Always remember the mission field is right where you're at.